Jewish audio on Chabad.org. With the help of Hashem, we are learning about the Kama Daf Pehei. We are up to Daf Pehei, Amidal of the fourth line from the top of the Amid. We are continuing to learn from the Mishnah that if a man is a mazik to another man, an Adam Hamazik will have to pay. The maximum possibility of payments is the Hamisha Dvarim. And now we are speaking about the the damage of Tsar. He has to pay for the pain that he afflicted on the victim and the question is how exactly do you assess pain? Now we spoke this out quickly in the Mishnah and if you'll go back to that tape we, we spoke at the Havamina and the Maskana but this is a Gavaldik Gemara to remember. Either we learned as good in Yeshiva or let's remember this clearly how you evaluate pain. There's a Havamina, there's a Maskana, there's a further Maskana until we get to how it's done. The Mishnah says the words, we look at a person and we ask him, how much would you take in order for you to allow, that's the way it appears, yourself to be afflicted with that pain. So first of all, says the Gemara, Tzad v'makim nezek, that's the way we're going to learn Pshat and the Kasha. If we're looking at a case, let's go to the case that Reuven, the assailant, took off Shimon's fingernail. Being that it doesn't permanently damage Shimon, it's Shaykh to say, you can ask Shimon, how much money would you allow me to give you for you to let me take off your fingernail? Shimon would maybe allow that to happen to him because he's not getting anything permanently blemished in his body. There it's Shaykh to apply the words of the Mishnah. But Tsar B'makin Nezek, and as we learned in the previous sugya, that you have to pay for pain, whether there was only pain caused, or if there was damage and pain caused. Damage means that there's permanent damage. Will a human being ever allow himself to get paid money for him to lose a limb permanently? No one would do such a thing. Tsar B'makin Nezek, and it's really a double question. First of all, as the Gemara is going to say the words later, that Atu B'shut V'neyaskinan, are we speaking about an idiot? that would allow himself to get paid money to, to lose a limb. But before that, don't forget that there are five penalties. There's Nezek, Tsar, Ripu, Shevas, and Baishas. When you ask a person, how much money would you allow me to pay you for me to let me cut your hand off? How do you just limit the Tsar payment? For Shimon, the Shaita, who's going to say yes for a million dollars, what does he have in mind for that a million dollars? Not only for the Tsar, for all the other four as well. So Amar Avuah the Shmuel Oimdim. So Avuah the Shmuel answered Oimdim Kama Adam Raitzel Little Liktoyel Ayadi. You ask a person how much money would I have to give you for you to allow me to cut off your hand? To which the Gemara counters Liktoyel Ayadi. Two questions. First of all, when he gives a number, that number isn't only to call, to cover the pain. Loitzar Lechudei Hakul Lechamisha Dvaramika. The 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 Shaita the Shimon, if he gives a million dollar number. It's not only, ah, Tzad is worth a million dollars. No, he didn't say a million dollars only for the pain. Because he knows there's Nezik and there's Sheves and there's Boishes and there's Ripoy, aside of the Tzad. We don't like this whole approach. No one, no one should allow themselves get paid money to lose a limb. Ella, so the Gemara attempts to answer, You have a Shimon. Shimon already has a hand that's not functioning. It's smashed. Doesn't work. He's not going to lose Nezik. He's already, as in the slave market, he's considered that one-handed person. So there, it doesn't, the money won't include Nezek. The Gemara says, doesn't answer the question. It's not just Nezek and Sar. That Yodei HaKetua, Nami, Loit Sar Luchu Ika, Hot Saru Boisha Zika. 
There's also busha. There's other things as well. For example, a person doesn't like to have the humiliation of having his hand severed and being fed to the dogs. By the way, the Shvus Yaakov and all the Paiskim bring from this Gemara Araya. This is sadly halacha that if a person, God forbid, needs a limb amputated in a hospital today, I mean, they're doing it to save his life, that you don't have to bury it. Because here the Lashon HaGemara is, you know, a person has busha to have their limb lost, to be cut and to be served to dogs. On the other hand, you can't just leave it laying around. We just learned recently, Perik Echad Rambam, Layoim, the old dinam of Tumas Meis, that if you have Kazai's Basar, if you have even a Basar Menachai, Aver Menachai, Aver Menachai, not Kazai's Basar, Aver Menachai is a full limb, with the Basar, with the Gidim, with Atzamais, it gives off Tumas Meis. So, you know, to, to prevent Kahanim, you can't just leave it laying around, but you take it on after bury it. The kachalocha. Let's go right. Ella, I'm So so we furthered clarifying the way you assess just pain. Now we're getting close to the answer. So you have a person that he was judged by the malchus that let's say a ganef today in many countries you still cut off your hand. Now, the government, the first answer is, the government is going to cut off the Ghanav's hand with some. Some means with a potion, let's use the word with anesthesia. So it's going to happen to him without pain. Now, the Meshuggah, who's going to cut off his hand, is asking Nebuch, or not Nebuch, the Ghanav, listen, I want to cut off your hand without anesthesia. It's going to hurt you. How much money will you allow me to give you for, for that to happen? So here, it's already getting closer to the answer. Because Nezek, the, the government ruled that he has to lose his hand. The Busha, he's going to have it anyway. The Ripwa, he's going to have anyway. The only difference will be without pain to pain. Says the Gemara Amri, still, we're not happy with that. Which normal person will get money to allow that to happen? They didn't know people of our generation. You know, you're not going to find such a person. So now we come to the final answer. They clarified, if I cared. The opposite case. There was a person that was Muqtav Lamalchus to lose his hand. And it happened in Iran. Those people without hearts, they would cut off your hand without anesthesia. The government is taking off your hand with pain. Elama, you have the ability to bribe the hand cutter, let me give you money, take off my hand, but put, uh, give anesthesia. So how much will a person give, not take, the problem will be in the words of the Mishnah, the Mishnah says how much, but how much will a person give in order to have the same limb lost without pain? That's how much pain is worth. Oh, that works. He was for Saif. They were gonna just cut it off with a knife, with a saw. And he wants to bribe the executioner, you know what, do me a favor, you some. That is how you evaluate Tsar, that works. The only problem is the words. Why does the Mishnah use the words, how much will he take? This is not about taking, this is about giving. The Gemara has a great answer. You're not getting it right. Says the Gemara, Hold on. The assailant, the mazik has to pay tsar. How much money do you have to pay tsar? How much will the amount of money that the mukht of Lamalchus would have given, would have given for him 
to lose the limb without pain, that's the amount of money that the assailant has to litoil to the victim. No, it's the little is not the evaluation. How much money do you have to give him? I'm sorry, no, no, how much money, how much money, little, how much money did the victim take? He takes the amount of money that someone would pay to the ex executioner. Okay, good. With this, we go on. Now we know how to make the Tsar evaluation. Ripoy, moving on to the next mazik, to the next category of medicine, of healing. He ko, if Reuven hit Shimon, chayiv lirapoisa, he has to heal Shimon the We already spoke out when we learned the Mishnah. Very big discussion amongst Achreinim. Is it that he has to give him that amount of money? Is it that he has to actually heal him? More of that in Merz Hashem in Nach. And our Sugyan Amadal. This is going to be an easy and a fascinating Gemara. Beginning with Tan Rabbanah. We learned in Abraisa. Allabaitzmachim. We had these words in the Mishnah. If sores developed because of the wound. Or another case in the Braisa. If Reuven damaged Shimon, and without doctors, Venistera, Shimon healed, Hamaka, the wound healed, and you have to add the words, and then it unhealed itself. Now it's back, not good. So the din is, Chaim Lerapoisoi, Reuven has to heal Shimon, and he has to heal the swords. And not only that, he has to give to the victim money of unemployment. And as we said when we learned the Mishnah, Pshita, hold on, not so Pshita. However, continues the Braisa, Tanakama, Shaloi, Machmasamaka. But if there are sores that develop not because of the wound, then the assailant doesn't have to give him the money to heal, and he doesn't have to pay for Shabbos. Right? So far, so good. Again, Pshita, we'll see that in the Gemara. Tanakama. Next opinion in the Braisa. There's a three-way argument. Rabbi Yehuda says, that even if the sores develop because of the wound, and the assailant has to pay, but the question is, why not? Hold on. Chachamim hold. Since it says in Mishpatim, Perik Chof Aleph, Pasik, Yutes, it says, Rak, Shifto, Yitain, right? Abalkaira, Verapo, Yerape. So you have a smichos between Sheves and Ripoy, says the Chachamim. He agrees with Rabbi Yehuda and he takes it a step further. Wherever you don't pay for Sheves, you don't pay for Ripoy. Shifto, Urufu, Asai. Kosh, Chaybe Sheves, Chaybe Ripoy. But there's Ene Chaybe Sheves, Ene Chaybe Ripoy. So now we have a three-way machlaikas, asks the Gemara, the Ma'ikomiflegi, what exactly are they arguing about? Amar Rabba, says Rabba Ashka Chetino, L'Rabbanan Bevei Rav, I found the Chachamim learning in the yeshiva of Rav, the Yosvi, the Ka'amri, right, Memer Daf Ein Hei, we spoke out the Rajbam, we spoke out the Toisvis, right, Rav Amnuna, Rav Huna, whoever took over from Rav, that Chevre they were called, the Chachamim, the Beirav. So they were learning and they explained that this Braisa is referring to What does that mean? Eged Chevre means bandaging. When a person has a wound, look at this, the medicine of those, of those days. Bandages, many times, they only afford comfort for the victim. Feels more comfortable. I know this with kids. We have kids, they get a wound, they want a band-aid. Eyes are health garnished, they feel better. But on the other hand, sometimes the bandage can cause sores. Because 
you know, it's moist, it's not dry, and the moisture can lead to other secondary problems. Interesting question here. So if the victim put on bandages and that caused sores, the question is, is the assailant high to heal the sores? So what's the question? Rabbanon, Rabbanon Chevre means the Tanakama. Once you have that, you're not going to get confused there. The Tanakama holds, the victim was allowed to put on bandages. And therefore, as we'll see, if he was allowed to put on bandages, even though the bandages cause sores, the assailant has to pay for the healing of the sores, and he has to pay for the shevis of the sores. Rabbi Yehuda holds, that if the, the healing of the makah doesn't need a bandage, it's only for the comfort of the victim, he shouldn't have put on the bandages. If it caused sores, that's on the victim. Ripoi, now we're going to get to something else, that the Torah says, rak shifto yitain, Heal, he shall heal. Double. Why double? So now says the Gemara, The trader repeats the word of Ripoy. That's the sheet of the Tana Rabbi Yehuda. Therefore, even though Makaloi Nitnala Eged, Rabbi Yehuda says, For Ripoy you gotta pay. Mechayev, the trader repeated the words of Ripoy, even these secondary illnesses that you shouldn't have caused. If it happened, you got to pay for ripoy. Sheves the loy tana beikra. Tana means repeat. I'm going to move that mechitza. If you can't, just a little bit more. It's shining at me. The loy tana beikra. Give it a move, a drop. Loy Worse. Thank you. Loy mechayev. Then, for Sheves, you don't want to have to pay for Sheves. Now, that is how the Rabbanan Devei Rav Explain the machlekes. We'll get to the hachamim at the end in a moment. It's perfect. It's good. So now, Vaminolanu says, Rabba, I told the hachamim the beirav. Here's a kind. You got it, but you have to better clarify it because if it's a simple across the board, Rabbi Yehuda holds that mako loy nitna eged. Then even though the trader says verape yerape, you don't have to pay for the source. E mako loy nitna eged. He was not allowed to put on bandages. Then dipoy nabe loy so uh, Rabbah accepts the concept, he just says the following, Everyone holds that you are allowed to put on bandages, even if the bandages don't heal. It only gives you more comfort. You are allowed to do it, but you have to be careful not to overdo it. See, that's how it works in halacha. If you, I'm allowed to do something, but I can't overdo it, how do you define the overdoing it? That's where there's a gray area. And because of this gray area, we have the Varapa Yerape, Machlekes Tanakam and Rabbi Yehuda. You say you can't put on excessive bandaging. Rabbi Yehuda holds, you say it on. Since you're not allowed to put on excessive bandaging. So Ripoy, again, the Tana Beikra, the trader repeated, Varapa Yerape twice, Mechaev, Shevis, the Tana Beikra, Le Mechaev. Varabanan, again, the Tanakama holds, Kivan, the Tana Beikra, Ripoy. Since the trader repeated, Varapa Yerape, and the trader says in the same pasik, Rakshifta Yitain, Verapa Yerapa, he does the opposite of the Chachamim in the end of the Braisa. He says, Make the smichus to tell you wherever Yechayev for Ripui, Yechayev for Shevis. Ashevis Lama Mechayev. Why the Iskash Ripui? Because it's compared, it's juxtaposed to Ripui. Rabbi Huda says, No. We don't use the smichus to include Shevis because the trader uses a word that is exclusionary. What's the word? Nurab David. Rak. Rak is a mute. Rak shifta yitin. Meaning, you don't always pay for Shevis. When do you not pay for Shevis? When the victim put on excessive bandages, which caused sores. 
taka for med- healing the sores the assailant has to, but not for the shiftoi. Rabbi Yehuda holds that Shevus Lemichayev the Ma'atikra Rak. Now what about the Rabbanan, which is the Tanakama? Rak Shaloi Machmas Hamako Dasa. Makas comic, they teach you a whole other case. We'll get to that in a moment. This is so halacha lemaisa. Halacha lemaisa is if a person got wounded and the assailant is going to pay for the ripui, but the victim does not follow doctor's instructions and therefore the wound gets complicated. That is the question now. That's a whole different conversation. Will now the assailant have to pay for that sheves? If he would have followed doctor's instructions, he would have been out of his work for a month. Now he's out of work for six months. That's the rak. Rak shiftoi, only if he followed doctor's instructions. Now what's the final sheet in this b'raisa? The omri kol Because he uses this smichus. This juxtaposing the opposite. Wherever there's no shevus, there's no ripoi. So now the question is, why did Hashem repeat the words ripoi twice? Ripoi the tana beikra lamali. So answers the Gemara. Me boy lei the tana the Rabbi Shmuel. The tanya the Rabbi Shmuel that it says in the pasuk verapoi yerape says tana the Rabbi Shmuel. We are familiar with this memra. Mikan shenitein rishos leroifal erapois. That if not for Hashem repeating the words verapoi yerape. I might have thought that a doctor is not allowed to heal to begin with. Kiyadua, the debate of Tunus Rufus with Rabbi Kiva. Let's quickly learn Toysavus, the third last Toysavus to the Hamid. Now, why do you have to have two words, Verapa Yerapa? Toysavus says, if Hashem wants to teach you that we are allowed to, and therefore we're obligated to make every, all the effort we could to heal, for that the trader only could have said the one time, heal. Why verapa yerapa? So Toysavus answers, you see in Toysavus, Divrei Masvel Shenitna, Oviyesh Leimar, the Havamina, had the Torah only said once, verapa, I would have thought, you know what is a human being allowed to heal? Only a makabidei adam. If a human being afflicted a wound, oh, so another human being can heal that wound. But we mistakenly would have thought, avul chayla, which comes bidei shamayim. But if someone gets sick, so to say, everything is bidei shamayim. But it's clear that it's Bidei Shemaim. I would have thought that if someone is going to heal, that was the question of Tunus Rufus. God made someone sick and you're healing them. God made someone hungry and you're feeding them. So, we had such a loaded daf, let's squeeze in just two quick points. First of all, you know, the Rebbe's doctor in the earlier years used to be Rabbi Dr. Zelikson, which was for sure tzaddik. So my father tells me that everyone got the same medicine. Dr. Zelikson, no matter what you had, Rabbi David, you were there. He went into the elevator of the Fidik Rebbe, and in the middle he used to open the doors for privacy, and you got an injection. For every illness in the world, if the Rebbe says go to Dr. Zelikson, he gave you the same shot. My father claims he shot water. So there was a chacham, there was a bachar that got sick. So he decided, why should he trouble the Rebbe in Yechidus? And ask the Rebbe what to do. And the Rebbe's going to tell him to go to Dr. Zelikson. He tells Dr. Zelikson, I need a, I have to get a refuah. And he got his shot and garnished. He stayed sick. So he went into Yechidus and he told the Rebbe that nothing happened. So the Rebbe left and the Rebbe says, Mikan shenitin rishus that if the Rebbe is the one that says, go to Dr. Zelikson, you think that the four was Dr. Zelikson? It's me, that's one thing. Another thing, the Rebbe quoted this mimer of Atana is that a doctor only has permission to heal you. So whenever there was a doctor that gave a patient the negative, you know, that 75%, you're not going to make it. 
No, the reshus that a doctor was given was larapois. A doctor doesn't have permission to tell a person that they won't be healed. If you don't know how to heal, say nothing. A doctor should tell a person, even if God forbid, according to the doctor's limited knowledge, he thinks it's 5% of him getting better, he has to word it that way. Because his reshus is only larapois and not the opposite. Let's go on. That if sores developed because of the initial wound from the assailant or it healed and again, but it returned that the assailant still has to heal him and 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 he has to pay also for his unemployment, for the loss of employment. As we learned before, the double limud, number one, means, again, that even though he bandaged it excessively, you got to pay for the reform. And number two, from the juxtaposing of not the Chacham and Basroi. The Tanaka, that we, wherever you chayv ripo, you chayv sheves. Yachal afilu, shaloi machmas What about shaloi machmas I'm sorry, this is shaloi machmas This is now about the bandages. It wasn't direct. Tamad rak. In other words, not. Again, pshita, we'll see that in a moment. Rabbi Yosi, Rabbi Yehuda, Oimer, af machmas potter. Even if it was machmas ah, machmas no, we said it good. Machmas hamaka means excessive bandaging. The Tanakama, when he says shaloi machmas hamaka, it means bechlal not from the maka. Again, the question will be pshita. The Gemara is going to ask that. Shenemarak. Now, what did Rabbi Yosi and Rabbi Yehuda mean? So there's a machlekes in the Gemara whether he meant like his father or not. Ika the Amri Rabbi Yosi and Rabbi Yehuda said af machmas hamaka pater legamri, not like his father, but like the Rabbanan Basroi. Wherever you're not high for Shevis, you're not high for Ripoy. That what he meant, Af Potter, only from Shevis. But Beripoy, you're high because of the Rapoy Rape, the Tanebe Kra, like Ka'avua, like Rabbi Yoisi's father, like Rabbi Yehuda himself. Omar Mar, according from this Braisa, we learned it good. That that you might think that if someone gets wounded, but it's not from directly from the assailant's Mako, that the Assailant has to pay. Of course, you don't have to pay. Answers the Gemara Amri. Now we spoke about this before. Reuven damaged Shimon. He got to pay for the medical bills. Shimon went to a doctor. Reuven paid to the doctor. Shimon is not following the doctor's instructions. For example, Look at the example the Gemara gives, which is so amazing. The the doctor gave, gave people a diet. In other words, there is the direct, he stitched them up, he put on a cast, he put on a potion that he kept, there's nothing to keep, the doctor did it. But then the doctor tells the victim, you want to heal? You got to cut out sugar, the poison, the sugar, the samham of his. And he went and he ate the honey. Or he called me the Masika. And because of that, that's mamash with sugar, Mamish doesn't allow you to heal. Sugar is the poison. That's what they told us today. It was always that way. Don't be afraid of genetic, you know, bad genes because the bad genes won't kill anyone. It's the sugar. Those genes with sugar, the sugar is the mazik. The food is the mazik. Honey or anything sweet goes without saying today is mamish some, you know, bleach sugar. Kosh and Lamaka, they are bad for any wound. 
and this this victim ate sweets and the hair and because of that his wound developed into gargusne so now Shimon goes crying to the oven hey you gotta pay for my gargusne healing Talmud that's the rock that it is it is Mahmas Hamaka but it's not Mahmas Hamaka because you did not follow what the doctor told you what to do you ate that which you shouldn't have eaten and for that you don't have to pay for the healing of the Gargusne so first of all what's Gargusne and how do you heal it my Gargusne dead flesh and my Asuse how do you heal it Ahalo Alo Kira means wax and kalba is resin that's in the bottom of a wine barrel. You take these three ingredients and you smear it on the wound. And there we go, we're becoming doctors. And you heal Gargusnei. Now continues the Gemara. If the assailant tells the victim, Imagine, Reuven damaged Shimon. Reuven is a doctor. Reuven tells Shimon, okay, Ripoy. That's what we spoke out in the Mishnah. I'll be your doctor. Now, Shimon has the right to tell Reuven, to me, you look like like a lion in ambush. You're mazik me? You think I'm going to, you see from over here that part of the healing is the patient's trust in the doctor. If they don't trust the doctor, they won't get healed. And if the assailant tells the victim, let me bring you a doctor that will heal for free. The victim tells the doctor, that if a doctor heals for nothing, he's worth nothing. When the Rebbe had his heart attack in 78, and the, the doctors on hand were Hasidim, and they did not want to take payment from the Rebbe, the Rebbe quoted this Maimar Chazal, that and in order for their medicine to work, you got to pay the doctor. The E.R. if the assailant says, My sinaloch asked you the chika, let me bring you a doctor who lives far away. Why does he want to bring him? Because that doctor will charge less. He's a chaver from the assailant. So the, another rule, Armalek, the victim is allowed to tell to the assailant, Ask you the chika, a doctor that lives far away, Eina Avira, he's going to blind my eye. What keeps people in check is the fear of loss of reputation. That's a rule across halacha. Even a guy who doesn't have din in us, when it comes to the fact of mirsas, we do believe him. So the fact that the doctor lives here, and if he's not going to heal the patient properly, he's going to lose his reputation, that is going to keep him in check. Or here in America, he's going to get sued. So if you're going to bring a doctor from far away, you don't have that uh, checks and balances, the, the victim can say, I don't want him. The opposite. If the victim tells the assailant, you know what? You owe me money for Ripoy, give me the money, and I'm going to deal, I'm going to heal myself. That also doesn't work. The assailant tells the victim, you know what's going to happen? You're not going to heal yourself properly. You're going to be in yourself. And then you're going to ask for more money. Now, but if the victim is going to tell the assailant, no, 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 don't worry. Set an amount. And if it's over that amount, I'm not going to come back to you. Still, no. Amalei, the assailant can tell him, it's going to be even worse for me. Why? Because you won't use the money properly. You're going to be cheap. You're going to still remain sick. Why are people are going to call me and Vakaruli and they're going to call me, Ashraid Hamazik, they're going to call me an ox that damages. Now, for that, the Rajba and other Rishonim say that if Beisden gets involved, if Beisden 
tells the assailant that you have to pay X amount of money for Ripui, there the, the, the assailant doesn't have to be worried that they're going to call him Ashur Hamazik. Because it's going to be a known thing that I went to Beisden and I was going to do whatever Beisden said. And Beisden told me to pay him $100,000, which I did. There, if the victim is Poshia Banafshay, no one is going to blame the assailant. And Taka, that's a, that is a halachalamaisa solution of the victim telling the assailant, I don't want you to get involved in the details. Let's go to Basin. It happens today, you know, in the, the Goisha courts. You know, they assess damages, they give a certain amount of money for Ripui, and, uh, and you know, if you can pack a heal yourself for less money, good for you. And if you have to pay more, tough luck, if that was the type of agreement. Let's move on. Tana, we learned. Vikulam, this is important, Vikulam, Mishtalmin, Bamakim Nezek. As we learned in the previous daf, as we learned in the Mishnah, that the Hamisha Devarim, is not five separate things. It could be you pay all five. Even in a case where you pay for Nezek, if there's other damages as well, you got to pay for them as well. So again, you pay for Tsar, you pay for Ripoy, even B'makim Nezek. Minan Amili, where do we know that? No, it's maybe you only pay for Nezek if that's the only damage. Maybe you pay for Ripoy if there's no Nezek. Maybe you pay for Shevis if there's only Shevis. Now we're going to have to find out how is it Shaykh to have cases where there's only one without anything else. The Gemara is going to go through it. But first of all, you, it's, it's one on top of the other. How do you know that? We had that before, and Daf paid Dalid. Whole Pasik Chavhe is extra. Kviya Tachas Kviya, Petsa Tachas Patsa. Chabura Tachas Chabura is extra. We learn from the Petsa Tachas Patsa. Litain Sar Bemokim Nezek. Now that refers to Tsar, but the Rishonim say, just like you gotta pay for pain on top of Nezek, the other three is also B'makim Nezek. I asks the Gemara turning to the pay hey Amit Beis, Lerabois, that if a man is Mazik another, that even if the man was a Shoigeg, even if the man was an Oynes, Right? There's no, there's no way out. Oh, it was an accident. We don't say that. The din, that again by Adam HaMazik, this is going back to the beginning of the Masechta, that that unintentional, just like, just like it was deliberate. If it was anoinus, if it was unwilling, you gotta pay keratzoin. Just to remind ourselves, on Dav Dalid, Amadalif, we learned, Tais was quoting from the Yushalmi, that even by an Adam HaMazik, by an Oynes Godoil, you don't pay. The example there was, a man goes to sleep. And Adam Muat La'olam, even when he's sleeping, you know, the Gemara says, that I forgot the Lashon, the Choyev, the Pashet, that he, 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 you know, he contracts, he bends over, he stretches, and he knocked the Kali, he got to pay for it. So Taisu says to Yerushalmi, that's only if that utensil was near the guy's bed before he went to sleep. But if he went to sleep, there was nothing around him. And then someone else put a Kali there, no, there is a limit to the Oynes Karatzayim, but the concept that there is no crying, it was an accident, is learned from Petzatachas Potza. Answers the Gemara, you can learn two things from the same Pasik. Why? Because in Kein, Niklev Rachmana, the Torah could have written Petza Be Potza. We don't need the Petzatachas Potza. My Petzatachas Potza, Shmami Notarta. That is Rabzvid Nishmei now you chop how gishmak it is that we had on Daf Pei Dalid. If you remember, the Gemara had Zvid Mishmei Darava, and we quoted for the Masoretas Hashats Mishmei Darava because that's what we have here also. Rav Papa Mishmei Darava. There also we had two opinions in what Rava said. No, Rava was the Rebbe of Rav Zvid. Let's remember this. And Rava was the Rebbe of Rav Papa. So Rav Papa Mishmei Darava says that Omar Krav Rapa Yerape, Oh, Rapa Yerape. Again, double. Later in the Fuah Nezek. 
And here also, and the other three will be learned from Rafua. There are times that you have to pay for all five. Again, I, hi, Vedapa, Yerapa, we just had an Ahmed Aleph. Me boyle, Lechatatan of the Veda Bishmal, the Ton of the Veda Bishmal, Vedapa, Yerapa, Mikan, Shenitman, the Shus, Lerif, Lerapois. Literally, that even when there is a Makkah, Bidei Shamayim, don't say, well, if God made that person sick, who are you to make him better? No, we're obligated to heal, to do the best we could. So we already used the double Vedapa, Yerapa. Uh, here also the Gemara says we can learn two things. Why? Because imkei the Torah could have written yerapa. The doctor should heal, not heal. He shall heal. I ask the Gemara. We just had the whole sugya. When it comes to a victim putting on excessive bandaging, even though he should not have put on excessive damaging and those bandages caused for sores to come out, according to at least some Tanoim, you got to pay for the healing of those sores. So how can you now we're learning three things? We could learn three things. Because in Cain, the Torah could have written either rapoi, rapoi, heal, heal, or yirape, yirape, he shall heal, he shall heal. At least it's more symmetric. My verapoi, yirape, shmamino, everything. Also, So now the Gemara says, okay, clear. When Abraisa says that you have to pay for one even when you have to pay for the other, what does that imply? That for sure you have to pay in a case where there's only going to be one of the five. Not Avada. The question is, how do you know that if there's Nezek, on top of that, there's also Tzad, you got to pay for both. So we had the two Machlekes, Patsatachas Patsa, or Deverapa Yerape. But now let's simply find, is there scenarios where there can be one without the other? And the Gemara says, yes, and we're going to go through all the five. Michlau, in other words, all of this implies, the Mishkachas Lahu, Shalai B'makim Nezek. Shalai B'makim Nezek, Heche Mishkachas Lahu. So let's go one by one. Tzad, where can you have tsar where there's no nezek? So the Gemara says that's easy. Kedetani, like we learned in our Mishnah, the Mishnah said, one example of tsar in the Mishnah was, if the mazik, if the assailant, if Reuven, used a nail, and he took off the victim's fingernail, b'masmer. Taking off someone's fingernail doesn't devaluate the victim. In a slave market, you know, it's going to grow back. Any non-permanent damage, at least in the case of a fingernail, won't affect your nezek uh, penalty. Quoting from the Mishnah, if the assailant damaged the victim either with a spit, he burnt him, or he burnt his nail, and the Mishnah says the words, even on a place where there is no nezek. So that's a case where there's tsar. Now what about Ripoy? Let's find a case of Ripoy where there's no nezek. How can that be? Says the Gemara. There was already, the, 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 the Shimon had something hurting. And the Solik, he was already healing. The only problem was, is Va'aisu, the, the way Shimon was healing was by Shimon using the potion, the cream that his doctor gave him. Now that cream was healing him, but it would be a healing that would take a long time. So Reuven means well. Reuven tells Shimon, why are you using your doctor's shvacha? Potion, I have a Samo Khadifa, I have a strong potion, who it's gonna speed up the healing very quickly. Vikachava. He got healed quickly, but something else happened. 
which is when you go to a doctor, they fix like a mechanic, they fix one thing, something else breaks. So what happened here was, Reuven brings him a sharp potion, but it made his skin white, temporarily. But his skin became white, and now Shimon is claiming in a basin, hey Reuven, thank you very much for healing me quicker, but now because of you, there's no nezek, and it's something that's not going to be forever. I'm not devaluated, but I want you to bring another medicine to heal what the first medicine did. That I want you to bring me a medicine to make my skin go back to its original color. I guess. What about Shevis? Again, where do we have Shevis where there's no Nezik? Here it's easy. The Gemara says, That Reuven took Shimon and he put him in a closet and he locked the closet. And because of that, Obatli, Shimon cannot work. Now the Rosh makes it clear, let's not forget the general rule, Grama bin and Patib, if Shimon was in the closet, and this Shemendrik uh, Reuven locks the door, even though Shimon cannot go to work, for that you won't be high for Shevis because it's only Grama. You caused, Grama, not to be Grama means Reuven took Shimon, the Adayim, and he put him in a closet, and he locked the door, there's no Nezik. But now the Adayim, you, 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 you imprisoned him, and he didn't work that day, so obatli, for that you gotta pay for Shevis. And Boishis, again, the Rakhle Ba'ape, Ruven spit in Shimon's face. No Nezek. This Boishis. Baitin. Shevis, said the Mishnah, how do you evaluate loss of income? Royin Oisa Ki'ilu Hushemir Kishuyim. And quickly speaking out again what we spoke out when we learned the Mishnah, that don't mistakenly say Shevis means loss of employment, that the victim was getting paid $100 a day and now he's not getting paid $100 a day, pay him $100? Of course not. Because you pay for all the five damages, but you don't double pay. Meaning, part of the Nezik damage is that this person can never do a job that's gonna earn him $100 a day. So when you paid him for the Nezik, including, included in the Nezik, is the fact that he can never go back to his original employment. So the Mishnah explained that why the Shevis Okay, the original employment he'll never go back to, that was paid by Nezik. But even with his current wound, he will at least be able to be a cucumber guardsman, a watchman in a field of cucumbers. But now that he's healing, during the week that he can't even go to work, he doesn't even get paid a Shemir Kishoyim salary. That is Shevis. Shevis is for what he'll be able to get paid after he gets better with his current blemish. Oh, so now clarifies the Gemara. Tana Rabbanu, we learned in the Brayso Sheves Royin Oisai, like we learned in the Mishnah Kiilhu Shemik Kishuyim. We look at him as if he is a cucumber watchman. In Ve'im Taimad says the Brayso, and if you're going to tell me Luxa Midasadin, ooh, that we are striking the Midasadin. This is not justice. This is not fair. Explains the Gemara. It's like a parenthesis. Why would this not be fair? Explains the Gemara. You know it's the Gemara because now we go from Lashon Kaidish, which is the Lashon of the Mishnah, to Aramish. Whenever you have that. So says the Gemara, Because maybe when this person is going to get healed, He might not get the measly, the almost nothing of a salary that a cucumber man gets. Maybe that when he's going to heal, Maybe, even though he doesn't have a foot, he'll be able to draw water from a well, which gives him more money. Or, Inami, let's say his hand was cut off, so he cannot draw water from the well. Maybe when he gets better, he's not going to be only a Shemir Kishuyim, 
to say Shavas is only Shemek Kishoyim. Maybe Azul Bishaliach Vikabal Agro, maybe he'll be able to be a Shliach to take letters from A to B, which is also something that demands more salary than a Shemek Kishoyim. End of parentheses. So the Mishnah Braisa says, no, Midas Hadin Loy Loksa. There's no Midas, the Midas Hadin will never get wronged. Why? Shekfar Nasan Loy Demey First of all, we go after the majority, which means that when someone loses a hand or a foot, in rife cases, the best they can do later is being a Shemir Kishoyim. Now, what was your Taina? That maybe he'll be able to do a better employment. Maybe the Shavu should be more money. What the Gemara is really saying is, is that it balances itself out. How much is Nezik? Nezik is the fact that this person, as an Evid, would have been worth a lot of money because he could have been who knows what, he could have been making $100 a day. And now what? So if you say now he can only be a Shremer Kishuyim, which is the lowest salary, so then Nezek will go up because you'll pay for Nezek the difference of an Evid that can do a better job versus the Evid that can only be Shremer Kishuyim. If the court is going to think that this guy won't be in the majority, he'll, he'll do better than a Shremer Kishuyim, right? He'll be a... Uh, a, a letter deliverer, so then the Nezek will be less money. He'll get more for Shevis, but he'll get less for Nezek. So ultimately, the Midas Hadin will be perfect. And you go after the Raif, that's the way we learn Pshat Yaranashi, that most people, after they lose a hand or a leg, the best job they'll get is being a Shemekeshoyim. So the Shevis will be less, but the Nezek will be more. He gets a lot of Nezek. Whatever he was getting versus only a Shemekeshoyim. Perfect. Continues in Gemara. Uh, that I lost my place. Give me a second. That's life. We lose our place. Oh, my Rava now says Rava like this. If the assailant cut off the victim's hand, first of all, for Nezek, pay the devaluation in a slave market. Maybe perpetually. And the Sheves, Royan Oisek, Yiloshem, Kshuim. No, Rava's passing Kalachalamais. Shibir Esragloi. Now, to be a Shemir Kshuim, Rava held, you have to be able to walk. You know, you're a scarecrow, but you have to walk around to chase away the Ganovim or the animals that want to steal the cucumbers. If the assailant, God forbid, severed his leg, then first of all, for Nezeg, Laisenlai, the Meiragloi. By the way, let's not forget that we learned in last daft that Rava Paskin, that in Bavl, you don't do none of this. Because Adam Ba'adam, by a damage that is of permanency, thank God is considered in Allah as something that's not Shriach. And being that we don't have Smicha, Shlichusayu Ka'avdinan, we don't say on this. But anyways, he's speaking about the concept. But by Sheves, Roi Noisoi, Ki'ilhu Shemir HaPesach. He gets paid for Sheves even less. Because less than a Shemir Kishuyim is a guard that you know cannot walk. He's simply standing by the door without a leg. Simas Enoi, if the assailant blinded the victim's eye, a guard cannot be, cannot be a blind person. He doesn't see what's happening. Nice and like the Enoi, you have to pay him for the Nezik. How much is he worth now because he is blind? And what about Shevis? He's blind in both eyes. So, There's one thing that a blind man can do. He can be uh, the one turning the mill, which is even less. That's the job he can get, and that's going to be the Shevis that you pay for. What about Chershoi? If he become deaf, so Rav is of the opinion that the worst thing is being deaf. A deaf person, as far as work is concerned, you can do nothing. 
But on the other hand, a deaf slave is worth nothing. So it's going to balance itself out. So you're going to pay nothing for Shevis, but you know how much money you're going to pay for an Ezek? Nice and like to make cooler for an Ezek. So there's really no need for Shevis. There's no need for Shevis because if you paid to him his value as a slave, it's Ke'ilu, he's your slave. If I have a slave, whether he works or not, it's not the slave's loss, it's the owner's loss. No, it's everything is already included in the Demei That's again the concept that, that Midas Hadin Lo'i Laksa. Because if there's going to be less of one of the five, there's going to be more of the other. The assailant is going to end up paying the full price, even though to begin with, the full price is the full price. Can you put a but that's the best you can do. The Torah says, you pay, and that's the best you can pay. You pay them equally. Now, Rova asked the following question. If the assailant cut off the victim's hand, and he was not yet judged and based in, and on top of that, the same assailant, now he cut off his leg, he broke his leg, and again, and we're going through the Seder of Shevis that Rav spoke out before. Every time he damaged him more, he can do less work. There's less possibility. And at the end, he made him deaf. So Mao, what is the, what's the question? Explains the Gemara. Since he was not assessed, one assessment is enough. Meaning, and as the Rishonim speak out, the only question on uh, and the, in the sugya is only regarding tsar and boishes. As far as all the other damage, let's go to nezek. As far as nezek is concerned, it makes absolutely no difference whether he's going to be evaluated in one time or in steps. Rubber holds that for chedeshoi, you pay the mei The mei will include the other damages as well. It won't be a difference. How, and, when, and when it comes to ripui, the way Rashi learns, it won't make a difference. Why? Let's leave that question hanging. What is Rava's question according to Rashi when it comes to pain and when it comes to Baishas since he was pained every time separately? So there's a rule, Ke'ilu, you know, wholesale and retail. Whenever you make an assessment of many things together, the sum total will be less. If you were now to assess each one separately, it would end up to a larger amount of money. And we are applying that both to Tsar and to the busha. So the question is, can you make one assessment and therefore the assailant will end up giving somehow a lesser amount of money? Or can the victim claim, no, assess each tsar separately, assess each boisha separately, and will end up with a few more dollars? Nafkimina, the boya, the mesa of like tsar or boisha is the chol chadavachana. Nihi, even though nezek, clearly the Gemara says, for pain, for the nezek, for the damage, especially since chereshoi, noisimoi, the mei won't make a difference. He's not going to lose. Either way, he's going to get the full money. Ripoi, when it comes to healing, we can argue, let's learn Pshatanashi, that the, uh, the money for healing won't make a difference. Whether he was assessed together or not, you got to pay for the whole healing. It won't make a difference. Sheves, you don't have to pay for, why not we just spoke out? Because the moment you pay the Meikulai, you don't pay for Sheves. Because that's really included in the Meikulai. He's like, you're a slave. Again, we're learning pshat, not that you don't pay for ripoy, but it won't make a difference. And 
However, the question of Rava will be regarding Tsar and regarding Boishas. Do we say, Mi has to chol You have to pay for each damage separately to have Or do you say that you are allowed to assess them all together? You assess each act together, but the moment you make a group assessment, it's going to come out less money for the mazik, for the salin. Now, Tim Suleiman, if you're going to say, Kivan the Loyamdu, since he was not evaluated in the base, then between the damages, so the mazik will end up uh, gaining, so to say, by only having him to give. You can make the assessment for tzad and the assessment of busha together. What's going to happen? His new question is, if you did make a separate assessment after every damage, but the mazik didn't pay yet, can now the mazik say, opa, now make a new assessment. Now, it goes without saying, you know, we learned this before. There's two types of dentitis. There's a dentita, but then there is when Bayesden tells him, go and pay. See, once Bayesden Paskins, they give a halacha lamaisa psak, pay him $100, you can never have that done again. We're speaking about a case where Bayesden never gave a psak halacha lamaisa, but they already made the assessment. But now he damaged them again. Now you made another assessment. You damaged them again. And again, if you were now to reassess it all together, you would have a lesser amount of money. Since based on already assessed each one separately, you got to pay for each one separately. Again, the question is only on Sad and Boishis. Since the Mazik, the Salem, didn't pay yet, he now should have a time at the Beisden. Okay, has a Chevra. I did so many terrible things. Make one assessment for the whole thing. Take all. We have time to start learning the next question. Now we're going to go to the following case. What happens if Reuven, the assailant, is mazik Shimon, the victim, but he's mazik him in a way that there is no permanent damage? There is no permanent nezik, but there is Shevis. So the question is now that Bezdin will assess the Shevis, can you now assess the nezik as well? Kavaldika question. Oh, there's no permanent nezik, but now, anyways, he's taking him to a dentator because now he cannot work. So can he now have a taina? Right now, with this damage, right now, I'm worth less in a, in a slave's market. Right now, pay me for that difference. The assailant says, no, this damage is only temporary. But the, but the victim says, but we're embased in anyway, and I, I, I take you to Bezin because I cannot work for this month because of the temporary blemish. So do you add Nezik on top of the Shevis? Look, let's read it inside. Shevis, hapechatsoi bidamim. If there is Shevis, that temporarily, if, if you would evaluate him now in an in a, in a, in a Evet Shuk, he would be worth less. Does he have to pay for that? Hey, Chidami, for example, Kigain, Sheoko al Yodoi, if Reuven the assailant hits him on his hand, and Vitsamsa Yodoi, Shimon's hand shrivels up, but the Seifer Lachzer, it's going to get better. Ma, what's the din for Nezek? Shevis, of course he pays. What about Nezek? Kiv and the Seifer Lachzer, since he's going to get better, lo yov lebeloi midei, you pay zero for Nezek, or maybe, now he's worth less money. And as we explained, if there would be none of the other four damages, Rabbi wouldn't have asked. What makes the question better is, is that Shevis he has to pay. 
and he's going to the din trader for that. So once, so now that you are already high if to pay, I want you to pay for my devaluation. And how do you measure that? It's only temporary. Okay, temporarily. The person is going to buy a slave in the market, even though the slave right now has an injury that will get better, right now you'll pay a few dollars less. So let's start, we'll hop and we'll stop with the answer. Tashima. Why does it matter That's the way I understand it. Because if not, the, 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 it practically, by the time he'll schlepp him to Bezin, he already got better. We're in court. Let me chaparain and get as much as I could. So Tashuma, come in here from the Mishnah. It says later in the Mesechta, in the next daf, Hamake If a person, God forbid, hits his father or his mother, and we read the Pasuk in Mishpatim, right? But to end, we know the din of But what's going to happen if a person, God forbid, hits his father or his mother, but he did not make in them a bruise? So there's no of Misas based in, so there is no Kamle, so now you have to pay for your father the damages. That's the case of the Mishnah. Or, if a person damages his friend, is Chayiv Skila. But on Yom Kippur, there's only Kaviyachal, only of Kadis. There's no misas based in. We are going according to the opinion that come lay with the Rabbi Minei is only said by misas based in. So n- there is no misas based in. So that favav chayev bekulan zaktarashi in the Hamisha Devarim. End of Mishnah. So now the Gemara attempts to re- answer Rabbi Zboya simply. Says the Gemara one second. Hi loyasa chabura hechidami. Exactly what was this case? Let's go back to the case of the father. A person got forbid hit his father and he didn't make a bruise. He hit him on his hand. Why is it not called a bruise? Because because the father's hand is going to uh, get better. Nevertheless, what does it say in the Mishnah? One second. Nezek. Yes. Nezek. Now he's worth a dollar less in the slave market. Says the Gemara Amri, they said, don't prove anything from the Mishnah. Because maybe we're going to find a case where he made a permanent blemish. Permanent. So it doesn't speak about the Rabbah's boya. I, why isn't that called the Chabura? The definition of the Chabura is drawing blood. He made his father deaf. So no blood was drawn, but it's permanent. So it doesn't uh, talk about the Rabbah's question. The Gemara says, uh-uh, that can be. Because you know how a person becomes deaf? By blood moving around in the air. You don't become deaf without a halachic blood movement, blood movement. You know, when a person hits his father, God forbid, blood doesn't have to mean that blood leaves the skin. Black and blue is also blood. If there's a blood movement in the body, that's called a chabura. So, Rabbi said, if a person deaf, makes his father deaf, he gets killed. Why? You can't make someone else deaf without chabura. Meaning, you move the drop of blood in his ear. So, that can be the case. So you have a proof. Says the Gemara, no, no proof. The son shaved his father's hair off. Ah, and that's why he's not Chayev Misa, because that's not a Chabura, that didn't draw blood. But it's permanent. The Gemara says, how is that permanent? Hair grows back. And, and, and so that should be a good answer. So here you see that even when you make a nezek that's temporary, you got to pay for nezek. So the Gemara says, Omni, he bolded his hair permanently. 
he put that type of delipatory cream, the loy hadar, that doesn't come back. So we'll continue Emirates Hashem tomorrow, but that's Gavaldic. So we didn't prove anything for Rabba. The case of the Mishnah is not a temporary blemish, it's a permanent blemish. Then you pay the Hamisha Devarim. So Rabba's Kasha now stands. What happens if you have to pay for Shevis, then you also have to pay for Nezik to be continued.